0: Calling all detectives. When a wounded man was taken to a hospital, all he could say was four words, each the name of a different fruit. And from that, I had to solve a murder case. That is the problem on this page from my casebook, the casebook of Jerry Browning, private detective. When you're a private detective like me, Jerry Browning... You really have to know your groceries. I'd done my good deed for the day. Brought a big basket of fruit to an old client who was in the Douglas Hospital being separated from his appendix. I'd stayed longer than I'd intended, and I was late for my luncheon appointment with Lieutenant Dawson. But I met Dawson sooner than I expected, right in the hospital corridor. Jerry, so you did get my message. What are you talking about, Dawson? I didn't get any message from you. But, Jerry, I called your office, left word for you to meet me in the hospital cafeteria. I'm on a case that has me stumped. Even the doctors can't explain it. How's about lending a little of that high-gear browning brain? Well, how can you refuse a guy who asks like that? Okay, Dawson, I'm listening. Thanks, Jerry. Here it is. This is a murder case. Only maybe it isn't. Proud car was passing Shady Long Greenhouse over on Somerville Avenue. The boys notice a door open. They go in, find one guy dead and the other one... Well, come on, see for yourself. Dawson led me into a darkened room. On the narrow bed lay the figure of a small man. Next to the bed stood another figure. Dawson whispered that that was Dr. Shane, head of the hospital's neuropsychiatric department. No change, Lieutenant. He's still completely irrational. Keeps saying the same thing over and over again. Listen, he's saying it again. Bear, Barry... Prune, plum, pear, berry, prune, plum. Is that what he keeps repeating? Pear, berry, prune, plum? Yeah. And Jerry, unless you help me figure out what he means by that fruit salad, I'll be in the soup. When the police brought a man to the hospital, all he would say was pear, berry, prune, plum. His name is Fisk, Clance Fisk. He owned Shady Long Greenhouse, built it himself, never has had any help on the place. Folks in the neighborhood insist that the guy's a miser, with a pile of money buried out there. What about the other fellow, Dawson, the dead man your boys found in the greenhouse? That guy's well-known, been on the wanted flyers for a long time. Name is Lee Madden. I knew the name. Madden was one of the trickiest jewel thieves in the country. Strictly a solo boy who pulled off some daring robberies single-handed. You think Fisk killed Madden? I don't know what to think, Jerry, and that's a fact. Madden was poisoned by an insecticide used in the greenhouse. We found the stuff in an old whiskey bottle. But whether Fisk fed it to him or Madden just up and took it, is anybody's guess. But Fisk has a terrible bump on his head, like maybe Madden gave that to him. But it still doesn't add up. Fisk may be odd in his ways, but he is a respected member of the community. Anyhow, neither of these guys, straight or crooked, ever worked with anybody else. Only thing I can figure is that Madden came to rob Fisk. Madden didn't operate that way. He was a jewel thief and a smart one. But, Jerry, there has to be some angle. And what do you make of that goofy stuff Fisk keeps saying? Think maybe pear, berry, prune, plum is a clue? I don't know, Dawson. Let's find out. <laughs> Dawson and I drove out to Somerville Avenue. We reached the greenhouse... Walked past the cops on guard And looked around I hope you're long on botany, Dawson Because what we have to recognize Is pear and plum trees and berry bushes That's easy, Jerry Won't find them in here Looks like all fisk ever grew his geraniums and some zinnias. Oh, yeah, and those couple of scraggly cactus plants Crown of thorns, I think they're called They were called right I touched one, yelped And I jumped away fast Come on, maybe we'll find The fruit trees outside But we didn't Shady, Lawn greenhouse had neither a lawn nor landscaping. Next, we tried investigating the miserable hovel that Clarence Fisk called home. It was a little shack at the back of the lot. The furnishings, bed, table, a rickety cook stove, and two tattered chairs. What his larder yielded was a loaf of stale bread and a can of beans. I don't see a fruit bowl or basket place, do you, Dawson? Nope, Jerry, I don't. But here's something that might be even more important. Look. Dawson held out a stack of gardening catalogs. We leafed through the gaudy pages of each until we came to the sections marked shrubs and fruit trees. And all they did for us was to whet our appetites for the lunch we'd missed. We studied every word, but one by one we flung down the catalogs in disgust. Jerry, this case will drive me plumb to... Well, Jerry, why are you staring at me like that? Repeat that, Dawson. Why are you staring? I don't mean that. I mean that business about plum, too. Dawson, we've been thinking of pear, berry, prune, plum as varieties of fruit. Dawson, those words are homonyms. Words that sound alike but have different meanings. Come on, I'll show you. I rushed him back to the greenhouse, pointed at the two viciously sharp cactus plants. Dawson, that's a pear. Only you spell it P-A-I-R. I get it. And berry, instead of being something to eat, is B-U-R-Y, like in treasure. Well, that's it, Jerry, that's it. We just assumed that those words are all kinds of fruit, because that's how they sounded. Well, the third word is prune. What do you make of that? I showed him. With the pruning shears, the two crown of thorns plants gave up the fight. Now we can work around him, Jerry. Should we just pull him up by the roots? Uh Uh-uh, this is where the plum comes in, remember? That can mean only one thing, a plum line. We rigged up a plumb line with a long piece of cord and a lump of lead. We dropped the line from a point directly between the pair of plants, and then... Because the plumb pointed to a section of the greenhouse floor, we dug that up. It took quite a lot of digging, but finally... Jerry, this box is full of diamonds and rings. Fisk really did have buried treasure. Yeah. Yeah. And I think I know where he got it. We checked insurance company and police files for the rest of the story. And a few days later, by the time Fisk came out of his delirium, we had the entire case solved. Fisk and Madden were partners. Fisk, as a greenhouse keeper, got entry to fine homes, drew the layouts for Madden, who later did the actual robberies. Except that they fell out, as all thieves finally do, over the division of loot. Fisk offered Madden a drink of deadly insecticide. It didn't act fast enough to keep Fisk from getting one savage blow from the dying man. A blow hard enough to send him into the ravings that finally earned him a death sentence. Like I said, in my business you have to know your groceries. And sometimes, even the way a man uses a word is plenty of food for thought.